Welcome to Berenson Vaughn Podcast, episode 112, with your host, Corey, Diego, and Sophia Berenson. Hello, Diego. Hello, Dad. Hello, Sophia. Hello, Dad. Thank you for being here with me today so very much. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a little bit of writing that was written by your great-grandfather, about your great, great, great grandfather. Wait, who's our great grandfather? Your great grandfather was Papa. Oh yeah, Papa. You remember Papa? So he wrote and he typed. He had a little office in his house, and all a lot of his days he would get his coffee, go to the back office of his house, bust out his big giant typewriter, huge. And as you see on this paper here, he did not have a computer. He did not have a laptop. It was a typewriter, which means every key, a little piece of metal, grabbed ink and went pat and slapped it page. So every time he typed, it was like pat, 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 because it was actually printing How did he do a space? They have a big, giant space bar, just like our space bar, and it would move it just enough to have a space. But he would type. And if he say, oh, I wanted to send a letter to Diego, and I want to send a letter to Sophia, but I want it to be the same, what would you do? You would copy it, right? Oh. Put it on the, you'd put it on the printer and push copy. Oh, he had to rewrite it? Well, he could have copied it, but he decided to keep typing. And he would type the exact same letter. So he would set it down on his desk, read it, and type exactly what he saw. So that his fingers would be nice and agile, have nice dexterity on his fingers. So just imagine him typing in his little office. Type, 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 type. All right? Wait, how back then was it? Because did printers, like, what was printers a thing? Yeah, there was printers and copiers, but he just wanted to keep practicing typing. He would type that same letter as many times as people he wanted to mail it to. Okay, are you ready? Papa Pat. Wait, wait, wait. Can I see it real quick? Like, I'll show you after I read it. You're about okay. to hear it. My grandfather, which would be your great, great, great. Huh? My grandfather, Gosh, Walter Van Patten, was born in Collinsville, Alabama, March 1st, 1886, to Hiram Patton and Elizabeth Patton. He married in Walters, Oklahoma, December 10th, 1905, to Minnie Driscoll. They had many children. I'll skip all those names. All in North Texas, near Crandall and Kaufman. And moving ahead, Papa and some of his brothers moved from Alabama to Walters, Oklahoma, then to Mineral Wells, Texas, to Ellis County, to Benbrook. Then about 1915 or 1916, they moved to New Mexico, where they, Papa, Mammy, my mother, Rodney, Hub, Uncle Carl, Uncle Buster, lived in a, quote, half dugout. About 1918, they had enough of New Mexico and traded the land for some horses and mares, which they drove to Walters, Oklahoma, where Papa decided to raise mules and horses. My mother was a young girl, about 11, 
when they made this trip in covered wagons. These horses had never even seen a bridge, so they probably had to ford the Red River, which means just go straight through a river with horses and covered wagons. I have a question. Yes. When you say my mother, do you mean your mom or Papa's mom? Papa's grandma or his mom. So Papa's mom. So he, Papa wrote this. So your grandfather wrote this. So, so if it's like about his like mom, he's reading it. yeah, like he, pretend he's reading it. For the next 17 years, Papa leased a section or half section of land from the Imhoffs about two miles south of Walters. Here they raised their big family. They had dairy and a cream separator and sold milk and butter, probably to the Berenson grocery store. Also, they farmed and raised horses and mules. At this time, farmers were still doing most of the plowing and planting with the mule-drawn equipment. They grew a lot of wheat and oats. Papa owned a threshing machine and in harvest season had a threshing crew which Mammy cooked for. My dad met my mom when he hired out to shock grain for Papa. Papa also built some houses in Oklahoma and built the Soldier Valley School where I went to first grade. So his dad built a school where he went to school. Wait, was his, That's pretty cool. was his dad the principal? Or did it looks he just like build he it? He built it. Did some construction. And then who was the principal? We don't know. And it doesn't say who's the principal. Oh, but you went to first grade there? Papa, Papa did. Uh, yeah. So one story Papa told on himself was about working on Sunday. Nobody worked on Sunday in those days. But Papa spent all day Sunday getting the thresher ready for Monday's early start. He oiled, checked chain drives, belt tensions. Well, it came well, a tornado came that night and destroyed the thresher and a lot of the grain. He never worked another Sunday. He thought it was bad luck. I spent a lot of time with Mammy and Papa, and he would take me with him to ride on the tractor while he plowed. In those days, the plows were dragged behind, and he would have to get off the tractor and clean the plow points of trash. He had invented a furrow guide that would keep the tractor going down those long, straight furrows without a driver on the tractor seat. With this, he could ride on the plow to keep it clean without stopping, meaning he would make the tractor drive itself and he made it so it would drive straight and he would hang on the back part and just throw the trash off as it made straight lines to plant seeds. I can barely remember, or as I've been told so many times, I thought I remembered when it happened. When I was there about, I was about four, Papa was up on the plow getting the trash untangled from the corner and it came up. I made the turn before Papa realized we were ready to turn. In those days, tractors did not have power steering. What does that mean? Power steering is when it has the oil to make it real easy to turn the wheels. But if you don't have power steering, that means you have to like muscle it to turn. Kind of like GP's Super B. No mm -hmm. power steering. You can see him like flexing really Wait, hard what? to turn. What? Super B's the purple one? The purple one? one? It's oh, super hard to turn. How do you know? Because there's no power steering. But how do you know? What Have you tried to steer it? Because I saw him straining to make turns. 
And I said, does this thing not have power steering? He's like, nope. I took it out. Why? Exactly. Why did you take that out? Is he going to put it back in? I think he is. The reason, oh, there's a, the reason he took it out is because the guy who put that humongous engine in it said, oh, get rid of the power steering so you can have room for a bigger engine. And GP thought, yeah, that sounds cool. More power. Let's do it. But now he's like, man, it's really hard to turn. So I'm going to put it back in. Wait, does that mean you have to take out the bigger engine? No, you can add it. That's why I said you can still fit the steering. It's a little tiny, like a little box with fluid and a little tube. Okay, Just back to the story. Back to the story. Let's see. Papa was always boss and well-respected, and nothing was done without his approval. He was like this from the earliest remembrance until his last days. He belonged to a church and taught Sunday school when they lived in Oklahoma. He loved to sing and with his tenor voice led congressional music and sang in quartets. Sometimes he would teach in Stamps Baxter singing schools. His daughter Lois was an excellent pianist pianist, and played for some of the quartets that he sang in. About 1934 or 35, he and Uncle Buster decided to move to Texas and buy some land in the Warsaw community in Kaufman County. Part of the 200 plus acres they bought was land and part of the was sandy. It was that in-between area. I don't know how they got everything moved because they had farm equipment and a horse-drawn road grader or a maintainer Papa had bought from the county when they went to motorized equipment. Because there was no motor before, everything was pulled by a horse and now they had these things called motors all of a sudden. Pretty cool. They bought a horse and two and two or three mules and blacksmith equipment. What's a mule? A mule is... A donkey. Yeah, a donkey. A donkey. A donkey. Papa set up his personal blacksmith shop where he sharpened his plows, repaired equipment, and shod his horses and made things to improve his equipment. Please hold for the coffee machine. Oh, wait. What? No, it's fine. A blacksmith is someone who makes things out of metal. So they'll melt metal. Oh, okay. That's and then story. shape it. And okay. then hammer okay. it, cool it, okay. heat it, shape okay. it. Okay. Okay. You remember now? Okay, cool. The place was in need of care. Fences to mend, terraces to build, some cleaning to do and Johnson grass to fight. One time after the cotton had been picked, the cows were turned out in the field to eat the grass. Cousin Elroy and I were just boys, and our job was to ride the horses and keep the cows from getting in the road. Soon after they moved, the horses and mules got out one night and headed back to Oklahoma. The next day, the search was on and asking people along the way if, they, if anybody had seen the mules. The animals had retraced the exact route going around Loop 12 of Dallas and through Rome, Decatur, and to Bowie where someone had penned them. Amazing is the memory of animals. They went all the way back. What do you mean they went all the way back? He brought them all the way to Texas and then they escaped and almost walked all the way back to Oklahoma. The exact same path backwards. 
They're like, why did you bring me over here? I'm going home. Mm. Tonight. Wait, so the, a whole herd? A whole herd of animals. So then someone else caught them, put them in their yard, and said, I've got them. Come and get them. They're like, why are there random donkeys crossing the road? Exactly. Get these random donkeys out of here. Yeah. When I got a little bigger, I would help Papa grade the terraces. He had converted the grader to be pulled by a tractor. The best land was the terrace land. We also used the grader to clean out the barn a lot of times, and sometimes we would need the mules because it was too wet for the tractor. I still have the old grader at my farm. There was a Johnson grass hay meadow on the back side of the place where the grass would grow 8 to 10 feet tall. Grass. 8 to 10? Wait, that's... So I would be... The grass would be taller than me. The grass would be as tall as your ceiling in your bedrooms. Like a forest of grass. That's like a tree. That's like a baby tree. Exactly. He would cut this with a horse-drawn mower, which would shake your teeth out. Then the grass would be raked into windrows using a sulky rake. After it dried a few days, we would start bailing. Papa would tie the wires, and I was usually the monkey. I pushed the wires through the blocks to the other side to be tied, and I would block and sometimes drag off. Usually, two men fed the press, and another stacked or loaded the bales. Someone heavier than me would run the buck rake, which brought the hay up to the press from the field. The buck rake was about 10 to 12 feet wide with wooden tines about 7 foot long and a wheel on each side. Each had a back of the row of tines. A mule worked each side of the rake. To the back of the framework was attached a 2 by 10 where a driver sat and balanced the rake so it would get just under the windrow of hay but would not dig into the dirt. So imagine this. Have you ever seen somebody water ski? Where they're holding onto mm-hmm. a rope yeah. and they're getting pulled by a boat and they're trying to balance on the skis on the top of the water. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. So imagine, Sophia, someone in a boat way over there. I'm holding onto a rope and they're trying to pull me and I'm trying to balance on top of the water with my skis. What are skis? Like, like long, in like, yeah. yeah, long rectangles that let you glide on the water if you can balance. So he was basically, instead of water skiing for fun, he was holding on to these things, trying to balance on a piece of wood, getting pulled through a dirt field full of hay. Cool, right? Wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. Sounds fun. I bet it was so dusty. Okay, so he adjusted the balance by how far back it sat. I was never heavy enough to balance the rake. Papa would always position the press so the wind would blow off the chaff away from him, which meant the chaff blew on me. That's like the little bits of leftover grass they don't want was constantly flying in his face. The, quote, monkey had the dirty job. This press was powered by the tractor with a wide and long belt that ran from the tractor to the flywheel on the press. So imagine a humongous rubber band all the way to the front tractor, all the way to the back machine. What? Yeah, dangerous. Imagine if it broke. 
Or if you got your face near it. Oh yeah. Wait, what if you? Or, what if there was one attached to the machine, and then you were holding the other end? Ooh, you might lose a finger. It would probably break a bone. Probably. Before he got this press, he had one that was powered by a mule, which walked around in a circle, pulling a bar, which turned the gears. My first paying job was to keep the mule walking. Papa paid me 25 cents a day, plus my room and board. So would you like a job to get 25 cents a day, but I'll give you a room with a bed? What do you think? What about food? Mm, well, you gotta. I just gave you a quarter a day. Buy some food with your quarter. A quarter? A day. No. You have to get, you have to work for four days to get a dollar. Exactly. Maybe longer because you got to pay to eat. Well, if you saved. Let's see. If Even if lunch cost you 10 cents, you only made 15 cents a day. What about breakfast and dinner? I hope you don't get hungry all the time. Golly. 20 a quarter a day. A quarter a day. I'd pay a dollar a day. We'll see. One day during a break, uh, during a breakdown of the press, Elroy and I decided to walk down to the pasture while they were fixing the press. While we were gone, they had the press ready to go, and no mule skinner was there. I was docked the whole week's pay. So the machine broke, and they said, we're going to fix it, guys. Go ahead and take a break. So they walked away, but while they were gone, they fixed it. And they said, okay, we're ready to work. Where are you? And because he walked away, they said, you know what? We're not paying you this whole week. So you don't get your dollar twenty-five for walking. So if you work five days, you get a dollar twenty-five. They said, "No, we're not. No pay. You got to be here." But That's they told fair. him, they told to, him to leave. I guess he shouldn't have gone that far. Dang, crazy, right? What do you mean? Was he just walking down the street? Or something? Well, it says he just took a break and went walking while they were fixing it. And, they, and he didn't think they'd finish it so fast. Took his whole week's pay. I learned a lot from Papa about responsibility, resourcefulness, and dependability while helping him farm and raise cattle and hogs and work in a shop and build barns and houses and also about singing. He always knew exactly how he wanted to do things. After work, he would sit down in his rocker, play solitaire, and think about how to build something or about the next day's work. He could sit and look at a new songbook and know how he was going to lead a new song at the next singing. After I finished one semester of college, I moved to Warsaw and farmed with Papa. We raised cotton, corn, vetch, cattle, and hogs. We would take corn with shucks, cob, and all to Nash, Grain, and Kaufman, and they would grind it and mix it into syrup and sometimes other things. We would use this to fatten steers and feed the cows in the winter. Papa thought the cows were wasting too much feed by butting one another while eating so they would hit each other with their heads so that they could eat the other cow's food. So in order to make them keep their heads over the part of the trough, we built head latches of wood similar to a dairy. It took a lot of time to feed the cows and milk the jersey and feed the pigs. For the pigs, we shucked and shelled and cracked corn. For the pigs, we made automatic feeders. For the sows, which is the big female pigs, and the boar, 
We did not crack the corn, and they were in a separate field. Wait, what do you mean? So they had the female, the older female pigs、mm-hmm. eat somewhere else, right? Yep. And then they had boars, which are. Boars, more like wild type pigs. Wild type pigs, and then they did they just have boy pigs? So they kept or the, young. Yeah,、pigs. they kept the boy pigs. Or just pigs. your young pigs. So they separated the boy pigs from the female pigs, and but the female pigs and the boar they didn't have to like open the corn. They could just give them the whole thing straight off the plant. But for the would they boy pigs, they would tear it apart, separate it. Why? I don't know. Maybe not as strong as the others. Sounds like it. Mm-mm. He says that to me. Okay, hogs get worms because they root in the ground. So we would put rings in their nose to discourage the rooting. Also, we burned wood and then poured water on it to make charcoal. The pigs would eat the charcoal, which was supposed to keep them from getting worms. Say what? I don't think What that's do true.、Mean? I don't think that's true. Charcoal. They would create char. So charcoal was basically burnt while the wood's burning. You take it out of the fire and throw it in water, and then when you burn it again, it holds heat faster. And then they fed it to the pig. And he fed it to the pigs, which was supposed to make them quit putting their nose、That、in the dirt. That does not sound good. That doesn't make any sense. But pigs are supposed to put their nose in dirt. Exactly. It's kind of how they. It's kind of how they roll. It's kind of how they play. How they live. It's not how they live. So sometimes I say things that I wish I could take back. Papa started growing a mustache, and I said to him, "I've heard that men who grew a mustache thought they were pretty." He shaved it off. <laughs> okay. Because he didn't think he was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> One time, I borrowed Papa's shoes to wear to a singing and scurry because mine were in such bad condition. The next time they had a singing, Papa got up to lead his song and told that he couldn't come last time because we only had one pair of shoes, and it was my turn to wear them. When I was about nineteen, I borrowed Papa's car to go to a movie in Kaufman. Only I decided to go to Grand Prairie to visit my school friends. I would have gotten away with it, except I brought Richard McCool home with me. I was grounded for about a Wait, month. Wait, what? So he borrowed his dad's car and said, "I'm going to the movies in this town," but he actually went to another town to hang out with his friends, and he brought a friend home, and that friend told him, I guess, where they went. So he was grounded. Why? He, because he didn't go to the place he said he was going. Wait. So why? So why did the friend? Did the friend tell Bob? I don't know、dad? what's up. Richard McCool, I guess, wasn't so cool. Did um Papa want to bring Richard McCool home, or did he say take me home?、Mm, doesn't say. He just says he brought that guy home, and that got him in trouble. Bom, bom. Bom. Another time, we were going to Alabama in the New Plymouth at maximum speed of forty miles an hour. That That's Papa not fast、set. at all. He had decided he ruined the old Plymouth by going a maximum of twenty miles an hour. I was seventeen, and he decided to let me drive a while. He went to sleep, so I got to going about fifty-five miles an hour. The road got a little rough. And bumpy, so Papa woke up and looked at the odometer. 
No more driving for me on that trip. Couldn't be trusted. <laughs> See, speed demon is in you. The speed Papa demon. encouraged me to do things even when I was too timid to do it. Just like buy the 67 acres after I got out of the army, buy a new tractor and build a house. I think it broke Papa's heart when I went out to work in Dallas while we were vacationing in Alabama. We had to get out of the hog business because I didn't have time to help. I really missed my Papa, and I never told him how much he meant to me. John Berenson, February 2002. So we didn't get to tell his daddy how much he loved him? I guess not. And he says, I really miss my Papa, and I never told him how much he meant to me. So if somebody means a lot to you, go ahead and tell him. I love you. I love you. I love you, Dad. Don't wait. Just tell them. All right. Do you want to know all about Papa's army experience? Bye. Okay, have a seat. Yeah. Wait, the other one. Okay. Okay, have a seat. Now, now that we've completed the readings. John? Yeah, have a seat. Now I'm opening up the room for... Do you know what Q&A is? Question yes. and answer. Okay, opening up the floor for Q&A. Do we have any questions from the audience? Why is he called Papa? I think we called Papa because he called his Papa Papa. Why? Someone must have decided that's the grandpa name. Okay. So Papa? there's so Why are grandpa's called So grandpa? it went Papa. I don't know who what his dad went by. So Papa, whatever that dad was when he was a grandpa he then papa numbers. then pop is your pop your grandfather so maybe i should go by papa if i become a grandpa i think what? i should keep keep it going you should papa, make keep the generation going papa pop papa pop how about papa this? so i'll be papa then, no no then you would be pop when you're a grandpa why because it goes papa pop papa pop oh yeah you would be yeah you'd be you'd be pop <laughs> <laughs> or or you're gonna go with GP like your GP. Yeah, I'd go by GP. It's pretty cool. GP. I'm like I want to have a kid coming up to me. Hey, Grandpa. Yeah, GP sounds cool. Yeah, it does. Grandpa. But what G, is but GM for Wait, Grandma what sounds is, weird. What GM? GM Grandma. No. No, that doesn't work. Or you could say Grandma. Yeah, no, that just sounds. Grandma. Like, what did Grandma Alicia? come from? But because we didn't call her abuela. You didn't call her abuela, no. We what did that come from? I don't know. It just it. started. No, I know where it, I think it came from didn't it come from Christian? Wait, did you read that part or no? Which part? Let me see. Here the only part I skipped was this section where it said the brothers, sisters, well, dates I of birth. Okay, have a seat. I'll read you the tale. 